All right, Jokovax. Welcome back to the Edge program, my friend. Thank you so much, Daniel. It is always a pleasure to be here. It is the most fun show I've ever done. I just got to say that it's uh, really it's uh, it's a blast being here with you. Oh well, thank you, thank you very much. Thank you very much. We're gonna. I tell you what, man. We got a lot of things to talk about. Of course, we're gonna be talking about. Uh, we'll go over over your book again a little bit too. Let folks know about that. May have missed the last program, but we're gonna be talking about kind of the day's news and. Uh, on our website, uh, Joe, if you didn't see it, we have a poll about what people say is the uh, top news story. And I know you're a man of the news. You got your finger on the pulse of happenings worldwide. So uh, the the for the viewers, the the questions is what's the top news story? And they got uh, open borders, inflation, Biden crime family, uh, China takeover, Ukraine, Russia, and Trump trials. And the results at this point. Looks like 33% say open borders, and then 33 uh, Biden crime family, Trump trials after that, Ukraine after that. Not pe- not many people interested in, in inflation. I, and, you know, it could be that we're all used to paying higher prices now, and uh, I'm still upset about gas prices. I guess uh, I'm maybe I'm kind of used to it too, but it does seem that paying a little bit more for gas is a little bit better than, say, sending hundreds of billions to the Ukraine or uh, millions of people come across the border. Maybe I'm just looking at it wrong. Well, you're right about that with inflation. It was a huge story when it first came out when we had a fantastic economy under uh, the Donald Trump years, as you know. And then as soon as uh, the Democrats take over and Joe Biden's office uh, just rockets inflation way up. And it was a huge story for a while. And uh, the problem is so much other so many other disasters have happened uh, mm-hmm. between the border, as you mentioned, and, uh, you know, the Ukraine war with Russia. And uh, it's taking people's attention away from inflation. And, uh, you know, the pain is consistent. And inflation really hasn't gone down, but people are just distracted by the more serious problems uh, plaguing mm-hmm. the country right now. Yeah, distraction. You know, the, the, I think Obama called it a distraction. He, he called it a shake and bake. And I think we got a heck of a lot of shake and bakes going on with everything. And I, I don't know if you heard the Randy points there, Joe, but I fully expected after the special prosecutor appointed to Hunter Biden, the way this has been going the very next day, Trump would have been indicted because every time something happens to the Bidens, the next day Trump gets indicted. Have you have you noticed that pattern? Oh, yes, it's been documented. We documented on WorldNet Daily, which is WND.com. If you can't remember the full name WorldNet Daily, just type in WND.com, and we are a free website. Uh, we're not the leftist uh, satanic media, as I like to call it, mm. because uh, all the other media is... Uh, much, most of the other media are uh, in the in the spirit of Antichrist. We, we are God-fearing people. We read the Bible. We love the Bible. And we present news as it used to be presented, mm-hmm. where we just present the facts and, and uh, you know, let the readers have their own opinions. And people can comment on the news stories uh, all you like. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, I, I'm thrilled to be back with you to talk about both the book and WND, because uh, news sites today, you know, people... Most Americans these days, you know, they turn on the evening news from ABC or uh, Fox or CBS or whoever, and they're all getting the same uh, leftist slant uh, mm-hmm. that is, is just pervading the whole nation and world right now. And we at WND, uh, you know, we are not championing the alphabet soup community or uh, uh, leftist causes. Or we use the real pronouns that are in the dictionary, mm-hmm. not the fake pronouns right. that, that people come up with. 
these days. So if you're looking for a breath of fresh air in the news these days, just go to WND.com. It's 24-7. We even have a brand new uh, section to go to conservative TV uh, shows like Real America's Voice. Mm -hmm. And we have Tucker's Tucker Carlson's latest uh, episode up on the page all the time. So I think mm -hmm. he's in episode mm -hmm. uh, 12 or 13 right now, but when it when it changes to the next one, we'll, we'll have it there. So so thank you for having me on uh, to to push both uh, WND and and the book. So so imagine if, if, if during the broadcast you 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 want a snack, are, are you going to reach for some Skittles? <laughs> I don't have any Skittles with me uh, today. I'm not sure if we uh, uh, talked about that last time uh, about Taste the Rainbow, but uh, yeah. that is broadcasting a, a message at Godspeed. And the book, for those who weren't here last time, is Reaching Godspeed. And you can go to reachinggodspeed.com for all the hidden messages, uh, including uh, Taste the Rainbow, which is a very popular uh, mm -hmm. uh, advertising slogan for Skittles these days. But it is broadcasting mm -hmm. message because in the Bible, just to give you uh, the five-second uh, version of this, we can taste and see that the Lord is good. Mm. It's in one of the songs. And the Lord wow. is represent the uh, the home of the Lord is represented, or the presence of the Lord is represented by a rainbow, it says uh, in the Old Testament. So taste the rainbow is taste and see that the Lord is good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, uh, they, the Skittles just came out with a, a trans uh, Skittle advertisement scheme on their Skittles bags. And it has, you know, it says black, trans lives matter and i'm thinking who's going to eat eat those skittles it seems to me wasn't wasn't the skittles involved in some kind of crime like some somebody was was uh messing with a cop or maybe assaulted a cop he had skittles with him i don't know what was going on but anyway i mean so this is interesting about the skills the reason i brought that up because of this new lgbt qrbr 549 plus trans packaging that they have uh you know if you go to the mars website which owns them it says that we won't market to kids under 13 because what we how we present something we have found scientifically that those under 13 can't discern from the truth about what they're being told and i'm thinking well here's this packaging of this candy and now all of a sudden one of their five guiding principles which was that that was one about not marketing to under 13 without the parental permission but then they have candies marketed to the same kids that are telling them to go get a sex change, and they're giving $100,000 to GLAD. GLAD is supporting uh, genital children mutilation. So, you know, somebody needs to call them on one of their five principles because they're not applying it to their candy. What What is going on here? The overall arching concept or paradigm we're living in is confusion. This is a word that's in the Bible. And we're living in the land of confusion. You might see the word Babylon or have heard the, the word Babylon in conversation. Babylon means literally confusion. So these companies, for instance, with uh, what you're talking about here, they talk out both sides of their mouth, whether it's Skittles or Bud Light. Uh, they're, they're trying to appease everybody. And yet they're, they're doing it in such a confusing manner that Nobody knows what's right, what's wrong, mm -hmm. what's good, what's evil, what's light, what's dark. And this is talked about in the Bible. I call it opposite world. In the Bible, uh, you have Isaiah talking about uh, they call good evil and evil good. They put light for darkness, darkness for light, sweet for bitter and bitter for sweet. So it's the opposite of what everything has been intended by God. Mm -hmm. So with the uh, uh, 
uh, everybody changing their sex or or even their species. Some people are identifying as animals that we mentioned last time. It, it's confusion. It's the opposite of what God has created and what uh, he is intending for everybody. God has a simple plan, and he's trying to bring everybody to eternal life, as you know. But when you confuse the story, and that's what's going on with these companies right now, and governments, and education throughout schools, where parents can't even object at the school board meetings to what's being taught in the schools, or they're being labeled domestic terrorists, it's the principle of Babylon, of confusion. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says we're living in spiritual Babylon right now, which is very confusing. Mm -hmm. And uh, it says also that God is not the author of confusion. So that tells me that must be the, the dark side is the author of confusion. And a lot of people really don't know which way to turn. It's really, it, there's sort of an, uh, a, an unmooring of, of our, our moral construct. And there's nothing there that is replacing it. And I don't know, you know, I, I would like to see this brave new world and great reset when uh, we eliminate climate change and when we have every child uh, mangled and uh, confused and turned into different genders and um, what have you. What's the end? I mean, why don't, why don't they show? Now, this is, you know, just advertise it. This is what the society will be when we're done. But they never, they never do that. They, they're not showing us the end result. No fossil fuels, no meat, no travel, no cars. Uh, Everybody changes their genders, uh, no borders. What does that world look like? They, they just don't tell us, Joe. Well, the Bible tells you, and it, it's summarized in a word. In English, it's translated as Egypt. But that word in Hebrew is miserine, miserine, which sounds a lot like misery because that's what it means. Uh, misery means uh, misery. And Egypt, when the Bible, you see the Bible talk about Egypt all the time, it's talking about a world of misery a world where people are held captive, just like the ancient Israelites were held captive in Egypt. We are all held captive. And this world of misery here in the flesh, where we, we tune out God and say, oh, God doesn't exist, or what he says doesn't matter, or it's outdated, or Jesus did away with following his instructions. All that is a bunch of BS. The Bible is true. We're meant to follow him. And he's the, the rescuer, the saver of taking us out of the misery out of the bondage. It says in scripture, he came to free the prisoners because we all as human beings are prisoners. We're, in, we're captives of the devil, if you want to think of it that way. We're all being held hostage. And Jesus came to free us, give us freedom, liberty. That's why you have, they have, they want to push cars on us that don't go anywhere, that, you, you know, that electric cars, you have to charge them all the time because uh, you can't just go to a gas station and fill up in five minutes. And then when you need the power, like in California, they said, oh, don't charge your electric cars because we have a power shortage here or we have fires happening. Uh, it, it keeps you in captivity. So anything that keeps people in captivity is what the devil wants. He's all about jailing us, making us prisoners. Jesus is all about freedom to proclaim liberty among the captives. Mm -hmm. I remember not too too long ago when they uh, the government ordered everyone to get rid of their CRT televisions and get digital. Remember that day, those days? Uh, but, yeah, the CRTs are cathode ray uh, tubes, which are the big bulky mm -hmm. uh, tube yeah, televisions. Yeah, I just thought it was ironic had they had such an interest in, in making those go away, which, you know, I mean, we all love our flat panels. That's fine. But still, we, I think I think it would have happened by the consumer's choice if they had one. But it's interesting about being on the electric grid. I know that the, 
uh, the uh, latest news out there is that they're anticipating rolling blackouts in the middle section of the country when they uh, when they pass the latest round of uh, uh, emission clampdowns on on uh, 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 power generating stations. But it, it when we're all electric, that is the all-encompassing power zone that could ever be had because sim- they could simply eliminate your life with a button. If you have gas, fuel, uh, propane, they can't do that. But if you're tied into the electric grid and everything that you own, it's just a matter of an algorithm. Somebody hitting a button, if you're not answering the right questions or thinking the right way, that's why they want total electrification because then they would have total control. That is absolutely correct. And I've even pulled that on that. We have polls in our stories on WND to survey what the public thinks about issues. And sometimes when we have an issue of electrification of homes uh, or or smart meters where they can uh, throttle you down at any time, either partially or completely, or with uh, the electrification of cars, uh, as you mentioned, they do want complete control over you. Remember, God is liberty. The devil is all about keeping you in captivity, controlling you. And so what's happening in the United States now and worldwide, we saw it during the pandemic, is total control over you. They want to control every single movement and keep you in captivity where you can't move. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, let's go ahead and go to uh, a question from uh, Bear in the live chat. It says, uh, how did you first come to know God's speed? Well, it's interesting because I've been a... uh, Christian for many years and have read the Bible for many years, but the concept of God's speed and God's speed is just getting you up to speed on the way God communicates on the spirit level or the parable level, the metaphor level. Everyone knows metaphors. We use metaphors all the time in our speech. Uh, And it didn't really hit me until a few years ago, I'd say four or five years ago, where I was reading the Bible and things were just jumping off the page at a new level for me where I could hear different things mean more than one thing. Now, there's a few key verses in the Bible that helps us reach that. And the first uh, is Matthew 13, 34, where it says Jesus spoke only in parables and without a parable, he did not speak. Mm-hmm. So if 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 uh, if he's only speaking in parables, that means everything is a parable. When I say that, I don't mean to say the events in the Bible didn't happen. Yes, they all happened. But what I'm saying is there's an extra level, an extra meaning, that spirit meaning, the metaphor meaning, the parable meaning. I just call it God speed to get you up to speed on the way God communicates. Mm-hmm. So simple words. I think we discussed some of these last time, but simple words that we use in our conversation, like the word earth. When you hear the word earth in the Bible, it's not just talking about planet Earth or the soil in your backyard garden. It is talking about people. Why does Earth re- refer to people? Because the Bible says it refers to people. That's what we're made of. It says we were created from the dust of the Earth, the dust of the ground. So when you see sentences in the Bible like, uh, listen, Earth, pay attention, Earth, he's not talking to... Uh, the dirt piles in in your garden. He's talking to us. We're made of earth. We're made of clay. We're called clay jars in the Bible, and it refers to people in the flesh. Mm -hmm. So um, everybody already knows a little bit of God's speed, as I I mentioned last time. For instance, when Jesus told Peter, you know, feed my sheep or feed my lambs, there's nobody that believes that that means uh, Jesus is telling Peter, hey, dude, I've got some uh, animals in my backyard, some sheep, and I need you to go there two or three times a day mm-hmm. and, and feed the sheep. 
He's talking spiritually on the parable metaphor level of Godspeed to feed the flock of people mm-hmm. because we are the sheep in the beast form are people. God calls us sheep. He calls us dogs sometimes, snakes, worms, all these different creatures because virtually every noun in the Bible, every created thing refers to people. Mm-hmm. There seems to be... Uh, uh, I, I would call it a time lock in the Bible. I mean, the Bible, there's several scriptures related to that. One it says, uh, God speaketh once, yea, he speaketh twice. And then it says in another place, it's a matter of kings to search out a matter. And they told Daniel, seal up the things in the book till the time of the end. It does seem that there's a, a deeper understanding there that can be had uh, so that the casual reader may not never get to that point unless they really, I mean, you know, is, is it, one place it says that you have no need of man teach you, for the Holy Spirit will teach you all things. But it, it seems that it, it's kind of locked into where we are spiritually. If we're really seeking after God, it seems like it begins to open up. But if we're casual observers, then it seems like it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't apply to today, doesn't make any sense, maybe contradictory. But I think, you know, it's like some people believe there's a Bible code and they have uh, examples of it. I just think that it's a supernatural book and that the words, every word that's in there is exactly where it's supposed to be and exactly what it's supposed to say Whether when it says earth instead of people. it's a, There's a reason, and I think over time, uh, such as yourself, l- looking into it, you said you studied the Bible a long time, at some point it unlocks and you and you get the unlock maybe of a certain passage or paragraph and get the, get the central truth. And I think that's a fascinating thing to look forward to. I mean, we see Jesus trying to teach his apostles Godspeed or the metaphor level in the New Testament. For instance, the famous story of him going to uh, resurrect Lazarus from the dead. Lazarus was a friend of his and uh, he died and Jesus actually allowed him to die. Uh, But he told his apostles, uh, Lazarus is sleeping, but I'm going to wake him up. Now, the apostles who were, you know, believers and following him, didn't really know what he meant because they they said to him, oh, well, he's sleeping. He'll get he'll get better from his disease or whatever. And uh, uh, Jesus said plainly, finally, because they didn't get uh, the Godspeed concept. He said, look, Lazarus is dead. I'm going to resurrect him. So sleeping is equated with death in the Bible. Waking up is equated with resurrection in the Bible. And so this is how we learn learn from the teacher. Jesus is the teacher. He's the master, and he's trying to teach us students. Another word for students is disciples, by the way. We're, we're learning uh, uh, how, how that God communicates, and just very simple things. When you sleep at night, it's a picture of dying, and when you wake up the next morning, it's a picture of resurrection. It's that simple, so that you know, you don't necessarily even have to have a Bible, although I, I recommend everybody read the Bible because it wakes up your mind to the way God communicates. But what I'm saying in Reaching God's Speed is he is broadcasting on every single frequency out there. You can't mistake his message because or have no excuse to accept the message because there is no escaping the message. And we talked about some movies and songs last time. And uh we can get back into that if you want, so, but so it's what, it's just that no matter what you're looking at, listening to, touching with your hands, mm-hmm. cleaning the wax out of your ears, you know, when you don't clean your ears out physically, you get more flesh uh, inside your ears. And when you don't clean out your spiritual ears, you wind up in the flesh again in the second resurrection. Mm-hmm. So there are two resurrections, and uh, I think we talked about that last time, but 
Yes, yeah. you, you're either going to be uh, given life, eternal life in the first resurrection, or come back in the clay form, in the flesh. Well, since we've talked last, uh, Joe, there have been two uh, interesting movies come out, one uh, uh, Barbie and the other The Sound of Silence. Let's start with Sounds of Silence. Do we have anything on that? Do we have a message coming forth from that? Oh, I'm sorry, Sound, of freedom. Sound, of, sound freedom, of freedom. Sound of Freedom, not Sound of freedom. Freedom. Right. That's well, Garfunkel there. Well, I haven't uh, seen the movie, but even just from the title, and we know the, the movie is about freeing people from captivity. Children who are uh, being uh, held hostage or trafficked uh, by evildoers. And again, it goes back to the basic uh, template of the Bible where we are the children of God and we're all being uh, held hostage by evildoers. The chief evildoer is the devil. And <clears throat> we're being trafficked by him uh, for evil purposes. And we're not doing God's purposes. So the sound of freedom alludes to <clears throat> the guy, I think he worked for the Department of Homeland Security, who was uh, actually freeing these children. That's who the, who the movie is about. But you know, who is the the freedom maker, the one who gives us freedom? It's God, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who frees the prisoners. He uses that phrase. I've come to free the prisoners, uh, proclaim the day of liberty. So the sound of freedom is what God is broadcasting all the time. He is personally freedom, whereas the devil is all about keeping you in some sort of prison in bondage. Okay, and how about Barbie? I haven't seen that one. I did see uh, Sound of uh, uh, Sound of Freedom, but I didn't see Barbie. Is there anything, any kind of message on that? Well, I haven't seen Barbie either. Uh, I, I've heard about some of the things that are in there, uh, including a, a few woke messages. Uh, now, all little girls probably know that Barbie had uh, several different kinds of Barbies growing up. There was, you know, businesswoman Barbie and astronaut Barbie and, and doing all these fantastic things. Uh, but in, in today's movie, I, I think one of, one of the versions of Barbie is a guy, is a dude. So um, all I could <laughs> yeah, say about doctor. that is... The, Pardon me? The doctor is a transvestite. The, doc, the, okay. the Barbie doctor is not a woman. Okay, there we go. So, uh, so in other words, Barbie is a dude. So you're you're taking this is part of opposite world that I talked about before, where you know good is presented as evil and evil is presented as good. So you have guys presenting themselves as women, which is opposite world uh, that we're living in. So uh, don't forget in the Bible, we're not just living in the land of good, because everybody thinks, oh, the Bible is filled with good news, and it is. The word gospel means good news, and we do have a very glorious. Uh, destiny for all of us if we just follow God. However, the Bible describes us as living in the land of knowledge of good and evil. There's the opposite of good, and it's presented in the Bible. It's not endorsed by God. In fact, it's condemned by God. But all through the Bible, there's wickedness after wickedness after wickedness and opposites and <clears throat> lies and deception being presented by other people. Uh, but God is documenting it truthfully. So we have to be aware that there is another broadcaster out there known as the enemy or adversary, which is what Satan, uh, the devil means. If you never knew what Satan meant, it actually means the enemy. And he's broadcasting these messages. And the thing about Barbie is this is a movie that is geared toward children. You know, it's it's in the movies these days. They're targeting children because when you grow up in schools or go to the library for 
drag queen story hour or whatever their weirdness they're having there these days or in schools uh, presenting books where you see all kinds of graphic sexual content, both heterosexual and homosexual. It normalizes what is uh, perverse behavior, what is called abomination by God in the Bible in many cases. But these children grow up thinking, oh, there's nothing wrong with uh, changing their sex. I remember when I was four years old, I went down to the library and had a drag queen story hour and everybody was, you know, cheerleading, yay, yay for this, when it's absolute perversion and uh, uh, sexual deviance and let me go down this here a little bit. I think this is something that needs to be addressed here uh, about uh, calling evil evil. Um, or evil good? No, the, but no. Well, that's no, that, not, oh, okay. not not that. But the fact is, the fact that today's Christians don't call evil evil. Correct. Uh, they're not calling it good, but they're afraid to call something or to call somebody out that they're doing. Because they they feel like they're they won't be Christian and I'll, so and I got a little bit of that I don't want to know your take on this so in my ranting points I mentioned uh, I, I said that Joe Joe Biden was a retard okay so somebody took issue with that said I can't be a Christian if I call somebody a retard but if I was a Christian then I could get my source from uh, uh, I could get it from uh, Titus chapter one where Paul called people Grecians liars slow bellies sluggards uh, uh their father is of the devil i meant so if i was a real christian i would have called called him a, a christian slow belly uh but because <laughs> i called him a retard somebody took issue and said you can't do that that is unchristian but what i'm saying is for one it's it's kind of like christians have been put in this box for so long listening to the enemy when it can, comes to calling evil evil that is by saying you're not supposed to judge you're a christian so Christians internalize that, said, oh, I, I, right. And that's why we have drag queens in school, because Christians didn't get early and say, you can't put that in school, uh, and, and so on and on. But there's a misunderstanding there. The Bible says, judge not, lest you be judged. But then they, why don't you read the next scripture? It says, but when you judge, judge righteously. And know ye not that you're going to judge angels? How much more should you, should you judge matters concerning this life? And then he then he derided, derided them and said, "Is there anybody here even able to judge? Find the lowest guy, the the, the stupidest guy, some maybe a stinky fisherman, and have him judge. Put them, that's what he was saying. You have got to judge. And if we don't judge, Joe, we might as well empty the prisons. So that's where we're at morally in this country because Christians have been told by the devil, who's misquoting." Like he did in the Garden of Eden, said, "Thou shalt not surely die." Said, "Do not judge." And so Christians, our whole culture in America is because Christians haven't been doing the righteous judgment that they should. So when somebody called me, said, "I'm not a Christian," if I say retard, but I guess I can claim a Christian if I call him a Grecian slow belly. So see, that that needs to be looked at a little bit further. What what say you? Well, first of all, uh, there's a lot of fear in our culture these days. Everyone's afraid of being canceled or fired from their job. But we shouldn't be afraid of just saying the truth. Remember, it's the truth that sets you free. And Jesus is called the truth himself. I'm the way, the truth, and the life, uh, that sort of thing. So we got to get rid of the cowardness that we all have. In fact, in the book of Revelation, the first list it gives a list of people who won't be in the kingdom of God. And it says the cowardly or fearful, depending on your Bible translation, they will not be in the kingdom along with murderers and liars and all that. Now, 
regarding the uh, name calling, we shouldn't be calling people names. In fact, Jesus said that, uh, you know, if you call somebody a fool or a moron, you're in, in danger of the Gehenna fire, so, which is the hellfire, which is the fire that kills. However, we can make judgments about people and say their actions are uh, stupid or, or, or they're, they're not being beneficial actions. or whatever. Yeah. So, but we, we can't make the ad hominem attack because everybody is created with the potential of being a child of God. And eventually we're going to bring these uh, slow belly people into the kingdom because when we're judging angels and coaching the citizens of this world, as you mentioned, we're actually going to be teaching them God's ways to bring them to life. So uh, we can't attack their person or judge we're not to judge their uh, salvation, whether God is going to save them or put them in the first resurrection or not. But you are absolutely correct that the whole Bible is about making judgments about everything we do, whether it's putting the food in your mouth and we're supposed to eat certain foods and not supposed to eat certain uh, animals out there to uh, the actions of other people. Solomon prayed that, oh, God, if I could just have a heart to what? to judge this people, that would be great. And God was so impressed with that, said, oh, that's fantastic. You didn't ask for riches. You didn't ask for power or anything. You just wanted a heart to be able to judge the people, to teach them, to coach them, to bring them to life, because we are the judges of the future. We're called judges. There's a whole book in the Bible called Judges, because we are the judges of the future. We're the kings of the future. Jesus is king of kings, and we're going to be the kings. He's called Lord of Lords because we're going to be lords. We're called uh, kings and priests of God. So we are the kings, priests, judges, and lords of the future that God is training now. Mm -hmm. So, again, yeah. the ad hominem attacks should stop against people. I mean, but you can criticize their actions all you want and right, say, right. this and, is and, wrong, and, that's and, wrong. And, and, like I said, maybe I should call them a reprobate. Because the, the Bible calls a lot of people reprobates. All right, let's go with this question here. It says, do you support the building, the third temple in Jerusalem? Well, uh, there's a lot of discussion about that. Some people think that uh, Jesus won't return until there is an actual physical third temple. And then there's uh, another side of the coin where uh, it talks about, um, you know, the, the temple of God is the body of Christ, you know, the the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, and the body of Christ is all believers, and many people believe that is the spiritual temple of God right now that exists uh, on earth through the people, and that there doesn't need to be a, a third physical actual building being being uh, constructed. So, you know, if I'm not one to go against Bible prophecy, so um, it doesn't necessarily mean, I mean, it could mean that there is going to be a third temple, and if that's the case, have at it and, and, and build a temple. But again, it could possibly be Godspeed uh, about the, the, the next temple just being uh, the body of Christ, the body of believers. All right. Uh, Doreen, uh, Doreen B8951 says, do you believe we're in the end times according to the Bible? Well, the scripture itself says that we are in the end times, but uh, obviously we've had 2,000 years since uh, Jesus walked the earth and the apostles were spreading the gospel uh, throughout uh, Asia and elsewhere. Uh, but personally, everyone is, uh, their end is at hand uh, at any time. You know, you don't know, I don't know, no one watching this program knows if your end is at hand personally. So the end is always here because, you know, some people just 
are not here tomorrow for whatever reason, car accident, somebody gets sick and dies. So the end is always at hand. Now, uh, you know, there are events in the Bible that are described in the book of Revelation, the book of Daniel, uh, the 24th chapter of Matthew. Uh, people use the word eschatology uh, a lot to uh, talk about the, the end times of the final political or geopolitical uh, actions, uh, news events that are going to happen on Earth. And we've seen a lot of things happen just in the past few years where all of a sudden the whole world is on one page where there's lockdown after lockdown across the globe and they're forcing injections into people uh, that uh, even people that refuse, they're still uh, in injecting them. So we can see how rapidly the end times uh, can come upon us with, uh, with total control. Now we have artificial intelligence, uh, again, which is artificial, it's a lie. Just want to mm -hmm. make that point. It's not real. It's artificial. It's mm -hmm. fake. Just taking stuff me, off uh, the internet. And let me get to some latest news here. Uh, and I'm going to jump out of the picture. And then I'll take you out. And I'll just play some quick video. What we're looking at here, the first one will be Hawaii. Uh, this is uh, uh, Hawaii in the aftermath there in Maui. Uh, cars literally melted. Uh, people were jumping in the ocean. Uh, people on the ground say that uh, while there's like a, 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 they're saying at least 80 people have been killed, but people on the ground said there's hundreds. Or they said there's all kind of people that are in their cars. There are bodies floating. Uh, and then um, this utter devastation of here, let me get an aerial view. Uh, this is from an airplane. Now, the Bible talks about in the end times. Somebody's asking about the end times. It says a third of the grass will be burnt up. Now, in Hawaii, they're saying the reason there's this major fire is because the grass where they used to plant pineapples, it, grass took over, and they just left it there, and then it turned into a raging fire. Uh, is, is, could this be, when we get fires raging in Canada, could this be where it talks about a third of the grass or the green is being uh, burnt up. Is that a sign of the end times? Uh, it could be. The Bible does elsewhere talk about cities being burned. For instance, in the first chapter of Isaiah, Isaiah 1.5, why do you want more beatings? Why do you keep on rebelling? Verse 7, your land is desolate, your cities burned with fire. So uh, God does send punishments as spankings, beatings, trying to get people to repent. Remember, every disaster that happens, every single one, is caused by God himself. God says so in the Bible. If a disaster occurs in a city, hasn't the Lord done it? That's Amos chapter 3, verse 6. Uh, God says elsewhere, I am about to bring disaster on everyone. Jeremiah 45, 5. Here's Micah 2, 3. I am planning disaster against the people from which you cannot save yourselves. It'll be a time of calamity. So, all these, God also says, I make peace and create calamity. I, the Lord, do all these things. So he's not just a God about sending blessings, showering us with all this fantastic goodness all the time, which he would if we would be obedient. But when we're disobedient, he says, um, I kill and I make alive. I wound and I heal. Uh, these are all statements from God in the Bible. That's Deuteronomy 32, 39, if people want to look it up. So uh, the... The thing about uh, the Hawaii with, with the fires, and I, I know you mentioned a, a third of the grass being uh, burned up there. I think that's speaking in Revelation at God's speed about 
uh, a third of the angels mm -hmm. dying yeah. because a third of the angels rebelled against God. So they are spiritually dead to God. Mm -hmm. And you see that phrase, a third being repeated a lot. A third of the ships were destroyed. A third of the grass is, is killed or whatever. Uh, it's it's referring to... Burnt up to, was the word. It is specifically yes, said we're, burnt up. But we're all in a death state here. Human beings, by the way, we're all in the death state. So uh, there's nobody here who is alive right now. Well, let me, let me, let me ask you this. Uh, when, the, when, when the fires happened in Canada, somebody had a satellite map looking at the weather, and it was clear over vast swaths of the area that caught on fire, and they literally showed fires starting at the same time in different areas. The word there was, the explanation there was uh, lightning. So I'm, I'm imagining, well, they haven't given explanation for the Hawaii of, of devastation there. Uh, they're probably going to come out with that story again with, with lightning, and it seems to be happening on clear days. Other people conjecture that, uh, hypothesize or use a conspiracy theory that there is directed energy weapons. And some people have said they've got videos of beams being shot down. Is it possible that these fires are being started by man by some sort of weapon? Well, I, I don't know about the actual uh, beam weapon. I think there was actual video of some guy uh, putting uh, like an arson cause mm -hmm. in, in one of the locations that you mentioned. So it can be caused by man or a natural thing like lightning. But don't forget, <clears throat> God causes everything. So if it were by a man or a weapon, uh, God is using people to do the dirty work, if you want to put it that mm -hmm. way, whether it's he's sending a bolt of lightning uh, himself or or working through people. You know, the 9-11 disaster happened and there was no bolt of lightning there. It was human beings who were warped in the mind, probably possessed, uh, who were on a mission to kill. But, you know, God allows that or he, like, yes, he I would use the word allows that to happen again to be a spanking for us. God is trying to wake us up out of this sinful behavior that we all have, not just, you know, one segment of society, which is going off the deep end and is identifying as whatever these days, but all of us are filled with sins. We have desires to steal and murder and we're at war with each other instead of helping each other. And uh, people are embezzling from their companies. We're all filled with wickedness. Even if you don't do it physically, it's in your mind or in millions of people's minds. And God is trying to wake us up every way he can. Give us a spanking, just like you spank a child. You don't spank a child to harm a child. You're spanking the child to correct the child. It's our own little department of corrections where you're trying to correct uh, the bad behavior. Okay. Curious says, Joe, is God using the events of the day to separate the wheat from the chaff, i.e. those who support sexualizing children open borders from those who don't? Is he using those events to separate people? Well, again, it goes back to he allows, we're living in the land of knowledge of good and evil. And he says, look, if you follow my ways, I will give you life. And if you don't follow my ways, you get death. Those are the two end results because we don't have life right now. He said, if you wish to enter into life, keep the commandments. So as the um, it's like a, uh, a dichotomy of events right now we have, we can take care of each other and, uh, and help each other, or we can just go off on our own appetites, our own lusts. And this is what causes uh, sin and, and, and the weirdness that's happening in society. People are inventing evil, mm -hmm. but you can see who's on God's team mm -hmm. by looking at what they do. 
there, can, there, there are. Look at the tree. The tree produces good fruit or bad fruit. So yes, you can see who's on the on the wheat and the chaff side. There, 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 are, there is punishment, and, and there's several places in the Old Testament where it says that because of your sin, that God will allow aliens or foreigners to to run over your land and take all your resources. That's right in the Bible. And so it's amazing. That's kind of what's happening today. All right, Bear says, uh, Joe, can you speak uh, to the mode of travel of Jesus walking on earth, donkey into Jerusalem, horse at Armageddon? Different modes of travel. That's an interesting question. Well, Jesus is shown uh, traveling in many different ways in the Bible. Uh, Sometimes he's walking on water. Sometimes he's walking on land. Uh, Sometimes he's uh, uh, riding a a donkey. It was prophesied in the Old Testament that he, he would be uh, riding on a donkey, and then when he did that uh, in the week before he died, he was actually fulfilling that prophecy by uh, riding on a donkey. Uh, and he will be returning uh, riding horses, as it says in the uh, uh, new in the book of Revelation. Uh, but there again, there's a spiritual meaning to that as well as the actual physical meaning of uh, 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 riding an animal. Uh, we are like a chariot, if you want to think of it that way, and we all have a driver. Who is your driver? You know, who is who is your rider in your mind and heart? Is it Jesus Christ? Because, you know, we're we're the animal. We're all beasts. He calls us beasts. He calls us sheep, dogs, uh, snakes, all these things that we mentioned before. We're in the body of the beast. We're in the image of God because God looks like this, but we're in the body of the beast. So where when the Bible sometimes talks about him riding on uh, eagle's wings mm-hmm. or, or, or that, uh, he is the one in charge of your mind. Whereas the devil is also riding people uh, and he possesses them literally sometimes. And Jesus is actually in the New Testament kicking uh, devils and demons out of people because they're the ones riding those people who are metaphorically beasts. So there's a double meaning to that, uh, both physically and spiritually. All right. Uh, the, 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 the thing with the, uh, Let's go back to Trump. When when the Bidens get uh, investigated, they investigate Trump. Is there is there any sort of symbolism in that in, in that event? How that the, the evil's called out and then somebody else is brought up? I mean, what, this, I'm, I'm trying to say, is there a spiritual connection uh, of Trump? Not that he's a, a saint of any kind, but is 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 he representing anything spiritually? Is there's is the battle that's going on? I guess maybe we refer to it as a battle. Is this emblematic of of some something that God is saying? Absolutely, it is the good versus evil battle, the life versus death battle. Trump is a promoter of life. He's anti-abortion, that sort of thing. And you know, when Trump was in office, the economy was awesome, just like you see in in Solomon's day. There was uh, no wars and, and, and the economy was awesome. So Trump is a representation of all that is good, if you want to think of that. And I'm not saying Trump is not a sinner because right. we're all sinners here in this form. But some people are less sinners than others. And other people are outright promoting absolute abomination. So when you mention the Bidens right now, they just held a big gay pride day during Pride Month in June at the White House mm-hmm. where uh, not only homosexuals were there, but transgenders were there, and they were opening up their shirts to show their bare chests, all these people that had transformed their own bodies, and, you know, chopping off their own uh, uh, organs. Uh, but this was going on at the White House. This has the full endorsement of 
who was supposedly elected uh, a few years ago. So God is not thrilled with that. But yes, when when, when evil is attacked, they go after the good guy. That's like it's it's a diversionary tactic or a sleight of hand thing. Like don't look at us. Look at that guy who did all this stuff. And you know, Trump was uh, impeached more than once mm-hmm. uh, on on things that were just absurd. Uh, and he was acquitted, of course twice but this is what they do they lie which is the most effective arrow the most effective weapon of the devil is deceit so every time you hear a lie from any politician not just biden whatever that is the weapon of the devil to help confuse the people god is not the author of confusion as you mentioned he's the author of clarity and and life and when you follow the clear instructions of the bible don't lie, don't steal, don't cheat, and all that. Uh, there's ten commandments, uh, both in the Old and New Testament. They're they're, they're repeated. So uh, if you follow that recipe, those instructions, you get life. But the devil does use uh, the lie, and that's what's going on in education and the media right now. All the kids are being lied to. All the people consuming news are being lied to. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, at this point here, let's take let's take a look at this website here. It happens to be one of my favorite, uh, and we have news here. Let's just kind of go over some of these uh, 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 news stories here, Joe, from your website there, uh, World Net Daily. Are, are, are you able to speak to any of these subjects? Um, let's see what we have here. Right so we, now. we we could go with this first one: Chinese doctor recounts organ harvesting. Now that that is a that is horrifying. I do know that they they've been harvesting. Uh, I mean, they they just they 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 accuse somebody of a crime. And then they steal their organs. That's where we're at over there. Right. That story involves somebody who's actually going in. They tied up his arms and legs and they harvested his organs while the gentleman was alive. And uh, they started with his, his kidneys and, and other organs in, in his internal parts there uh, in, in his trunk and uh, or in his belly and then went to his eyes while his eyes were still open and looking at the guy. I mean, it's absolutely horrifying. It is a horror show. And, and that's one of the stories uh, that we have on WND right now. But it's, and here's, it is just, here's the next one. Former Trump spokeswoman says GOP must tackle life issues head on. I mean, if there's anything that Trump did that can be pointed to, wouldn't it be uh, appointing the Supreme Court justices that overturned Roe v. Wade? That is perhaps the uh, biggest and most important because Again, we're all in a life and death battle here, and uh, Trump is looking to save life. He was looking to put as many uh, abortion restrictions uh, as possible. And again, that's really a state matter, and that's when they overturned Roe v. Wade. It just sent it back to the states. So abortion is not outlawed in America, as a lot of people on the left uh, claim. It's just thrown back to each state, and every state uh, can decide that. But yes, he did put some people on, on the court, and uh, thankfully, they're they're clear thinking people. Okay. And, uh, All and, right. All know, right. Biden put one Supreme Court justice on uh, Katanji Brown Jackson, who doesn't even know what a woman is. As she testified in her confirmation hearings, they asked her, what is a woman? And she says, well, you know, I'm not a scientist or a biologist, so I can't even tell you what a woman is when she herself is a woman. I mean, it's the ultimate irony. How is this possible? How are these people getting these jobs when they don't even know what a woman is? All right. Next article there says the Chinese communists now claim Jesus was a sinner. They're, they're always trying to rewrite the Bible. And, you know, that's one of the things that even the Muslims say, Joe, that, hey, you know, you have a Bible, but there's 
50 different versions of it, how can it be the truth? What would your answer to that be? Well, the original Bible was not written in English or in Chinese. By the way, I just want to comment quickly on this story that you, you mentioned. They are rewriting the Bible. So the famous story of Jesus, uh, a woman was caught in adultery and brought to him, and he eventually forgives her when all the accusers vanish away when he was writing in the dust with his mm -hmm. finger. Mm -hmm. uh, here it is in the Chinese Bible. The, the, the translation in the perverted version now states, Jesus once said to the angry crowd who was trying to stone a woman who had sinned, he who is without sin among you, let him cast the first stone at her. Mm -hmm. When his words came to their ears, they stopped moving forward. When everyone went out, Jesus stoned the woman himself and said, I am also a sinner. So this is wow. how, how, how bizarre it, it gets when people uh, are, are making up the okay. Bible right. for themselves. And uh, But to, to get to your original question there, you know, the Bible was written originally, the Old Testament, in Hebrew. And the New Testament, uh, most of it in Greek and or Aramaic. Yeah. So that's where the truth lies. Let me, let me, we have let me, many different versions yeah. of the Bible in English today, not just okay. the King James. But okay, the well, let me get let me get into this here. Somebody asked a question. They said uh, they, they're asking me where where does the Bible say about allowing foreigners to take over? It's in there several places, but particularly one one of them would be Deuteronomy twenty eight forty three through forty five. It says this: the stranger that is within thee shall Get above thee very high, and thou shalt come down very low. He shall lend to thee, and thou shalt not lend to him. He shall be the head, and thou shalt be the tail. Moreover, all the curses shall come upon thee, and pursue thee, overtake thee, till thou be destroyed, because thou hearkenest not unto the voice of the Lord, and keep his commandments. It's, it's certainly saying that strangers are going to come in a country that disobeys God, and he is going to allow them to take over. And you're talking about where it says they're going to get high, and you're going to get low. If you look at the, 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 the immigrants that are already in New York, they are totally upset about the, these illegal immigrants coming in and getting staying at four-star hotels. And they're saying, what about us? So they're going down low. Or these, And even our, our veterans aren't getting that kind of treatment. So Americans are coming low. The, the strangers are going high. And then, I mean, it is, and then it also says something about curses shall come upon you. And as Joe, as you know, all of a sudden we have outbreak of... Uh, of what leprosy in Florida, along with all sorts of other diseases around the country that had long since gone. Now we have outbreaks of all kinds of diseases. Uh, and so uh, that's my answer. That's my answer to the person that asked me. That's just one of the scriptures. All right. Let's, let's, go, let's go. to. I, I just want to add to what you were saying there. The Bible does have lists uh, in uh, the Old Testament, especially of blessings for obedience and curses for disobedience. And if you obey God and follow his commandments, uh, you're going to have, you know, your crops in season and, and uh, babies being born healthy and all these just wonderful things uh, that, that are blessing and eventually uh, leading to eternal life. However, it does have a laundry list of curses, bad things that are going to happen if we disobey. The first on the list is terror. On, mm -hmm. And we had a big example of that uh, on September 11, 2001, with the, the giant terror attack on New York City and the Pentagon and Pennsylvania. Uh, by these uh, Muslim uh -oh, uh -oh. We got an uh-oh here, Joe, on WorldNet Daily. Somebody's calling Michelle Obama a stooge. That sounds strangely like a retard. But is uh, is is Michelle going to be the next president? Well, we didn't call her that. That, that comment is uh, coming from a columnist for the Daily for the Telegraph newspaper in London, and he is uh, suggesting that Michelle Obama will be 
the nominee for president, Democratic presidential nominee for president in 2024. Not only is he the Telegraph uh, columnist uh, saying that, there's a book out by Joel Gilbert, who's a well-respected author uh, called Michelle Obama 2024, uh, which documents his assertion that she definitely will be uh, on the ticket as not the vice presidential candidate, mm. but the presidential candidate. Mm. And you see all these moves in recent times mm -hmm. uh, going after Hunter Biden and going after Joe Biden himself now personally uh, mm -hmm. with media attacks against him that um, uh, he's too old or uh, like. I mean, like I mean Joe, look, look, Joe, Joe, look at that face. Look, I just got over four years of looking at Pelosi's face. There's no way I want to look at this guy's face for the next four years. Wait a minute, did I say that? That's, that's a whole other story, but uh, yeah, the you know the thing is, there's not a lot of time for another candidate to jump in and, yeah. and prepare for primaries and all that. But Michelle Obama, uh, or as you referred to by another name earlier, uh, is kind of funny because a lot of people do believe that, and you know whether it's true, I guess we'll see at some jo point. Joan Rivers but, uh, believed that. Joan Rivers said that Michelle Obama is a tranny, and then she mysteriously died shortly <laughs> after that uh, during a, a medical operation. But um, it's uh, it, it's just amazing how these people, you know, Obama did not leave Washington when he left the White House. He has a house in, in, in the general area because he wants to be they're still running mm -hmm. the show. Many people, and I'm talking about Barack Obama now, mm -hmm. many people believe that Barack Obama is the mind, the mastermind, the dark overlord, if you <laughs> want to think of it that way. Dark of, overlord, of, I like that of, one. Of, of the, uh, it's like a Star Wars <laughs> reference there, uh, of the Biden administration that, you know, Biden doesn't know where he is at any given time. No, He's he, shaking he hands with, with open air uh, many times. So yeah. uh, he makes gaffe after gaffe after gaffe. And so it is believed by many that Barack Obama is the power behind uh, the Biden administration. So it would be a natural uh, result if uh, they just put Michelle Obama in office to continue uh, this ongoing destruction of America, which is absolutely what's happening right now. I mean, you look at America back in the 1950s or early 60s, we were just in an amazingly good position after World War II. We had, you know, booming economy. We were helping people all around the world. Uh, we weren't in debt. And, and now it's, as you said, we've got open borders where anybody can come in, not just from Mexico or Guatemala, but they're coming in from China. You know, there are routes from Palm Beach or into Palm Beach, Florida now uh, from the Bahamas, which is just a few miles away where uh, Chinese people are being uh, uh, intercepted. So, uh, we're being overrun. Our economy is being decimated. There's talk about America going off the uh, paper currency and going toward digital currency. And again, that's another captivity thing. When there's mm -hmm. digital currency, they can evaporate your money in a second with a push of a button. So yeah. we well, are in, well, like we're in like a free fall right now. Well, like the Bible said, we're being taken over by strangers and they're going to exhaust every resource that we have. And then uh, who knows what will be left there. Well, let me ask you this here. Is Donald J. Trump going to jail? You know, I, I don't know. He's been able to escape every uh, attempt to uh, impugn him thus far. 
Um, if he does go to jail, by the way, I understand that you know the Constitution does not preclude him from serving as president from a jail cell, which is kind of interesting. Well, let me ask you, uh, let me ask you this, Joe: Would you buy a a T-shirt with Trump's mugshot when he gets arrested in uh, probably Atlanta? Uh, they're they're promising. They're saying that they're saying that's where he's going to get his first mugshot. But people are saying also that. Trump really wants to be arrested because he knows the value of the publicity that's going to generate. So would you well, buy every, would you buy a Trump time t-shirt? He's indicted, I just was going to say every time he was indicted his polls shot up. All these accusations are propelling him to re-election as president number 47 of the United States of America. So uh you know Donald Trump whatever you think about him, good guy or bad guy, he is just uh evincing a tremendous character to be able to stand up to all these accusations. I mean, who among us could do such a thing? I mean, if you were just charged or I was just charged or anybody in this audience was just charged with one thing, you know, that could rip the guts out of you. But it's like he's got a new charge every week, another indictment coming, threats of going to jail, threats by Jack Smith, the special prosecutor of um, of of putting him in jail even before uh, any trial starts. Mm-hmm. Now we have people like Matt Gates uh, in Congress saying, you know, there is a way to give Trump immunity because Congress can give people mm-hmm. immunity, yeah. and that that's the way out of this. Just uh, have and congressional thing, immunity. That's so what, that's what really makes me mad, and it goes back to what I said in the first hour about how the the Christians in general, the Christian community, we don't want to judge, we don't want to call anybody names, we don't want anybody to feel feel bad so they don't say anything meanwhile they take over the other side takes completely over the same thing with the democrats these guys are playing every dirty trick in the book man i mean this this latest thing with hunter biden the special prosecutor is simply a way to push his 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 crimes to the to their uh past the the statutes of limitations there's already dozens of crimes he's committed his past that because the the prosecutor just sat on it and now they're doing it again. They're, and his gun crime, I think, expires in October. So you know that's going to go past there. So that gun charge is going to go away. And, and so now they're going to also tell the Republicans that, well, we can't give you any more information because we're doing an investigation. It's going to last until Joe Biden gets reelected. Here's the thing. Republicans don't play that way. They just sit, him, haw, uh, turtle man uh, McConnell, who just does blank stares, he doesn't want to impeach Biden. I mean, you only have a few people in there that want to call Biden for his crimes. So why don't the Republicans play hardball, play the dirty tricks, man, because you're getting beat on the field 10 ways from Sunday? Well, there's a, there's a word I'm sure you've heard of rhino before, Republican in name only. And there's another adjective that describes many Republicans, and it's spineless. They don't have a spine. They're very fearful. They're just there for uh, uh, helping them, their career out, getting some publicity, uh, uh, helping out their bank account uh, once they leave office. and they're not there to help the best interests of the working little people out there uh, who are who are you know struggling. They're, it's in a struggle right now. There used to be something called an American dream, mm-hmm. and there was some uh, resident I forget of which state, a, a, a mom, and she was saying, "Where did the American dream go? Nobody can afford anything anymore. Everybody's uh, uh, kids and grandkids are living with them because nobody can go out and afford to buy their own house." Uh, it's just it's just a nightmare scenario. And again, mm-hmm. like I said, we're in free fall. And it's because people have 
rejected, including Christians. Mm -hmm. Many Christians have rejected following the ways of God. Many Christians don't even vote, as you know. They think, oh, well, this is Satan's realm, so we have to, you know, just give mm -hmm. it up. And when you don't vote, you are voting mm -hmm. because you're allowing the other side well, to, to vote and, and get get mm -hmm. in with all this craziness. So, that's why the school boards and that's why the city councils and county commissions and state legislatures and all the way up to the White House, they're filled with these warp minded people because no one has the gonads to get out there mm -hmm. and fight the good fight. The Bible says fight the good fight. Mm -hmm. You know, while the e while evil triumphs, uh, because people got to get out there and they've got to make people nervous. They've got to they've got to be a point of the spear. Uh, they've got to challenge the status quo. Uh, going back to my and I, I, as you can see, I'm still talking about it, uh, using the word retard. According to Webster's dictionary, retard is a person who has an intellectual disability. Well, that certainly sounds like Joe Biden to me. I mean, here's a guy who's shaking the hands of ghosts, who trips over bags, trips going upstairs, who sniffs little girl. He's the quintessential description of that. It's just a matter of verbiage that people are shocked. Who said it was a bad word? I mean, they don't say that word. You know what? We, we need people to be bold. And the only time that anything ever gets done is when somebody takes a bold step and gets out there and doesn't hold back. If you're holding back, the enemy is making encroachments upon your territory. And I think God's telling us that we need to go forward and with our armor, feet shot with preparation gospel of peace, uh, have the sword of the spirit. Uh, we need, you know, that's the, these are fighting words, you know, so we just need to, we, uh, Christians need a man up, I guess what I can say. Here's a, here's the thing. Let me tell you this here. So when Target started putting in the, the tranny stuff for little kids, uh, there's there's a there's a couple that has this mega network of house goods. I can't remember their name, but I guess everybody but me knows them. They're Christians, but they sell these products by the millions of dollars. They're on Home Network or something. Well, their stuff is like right across from these tranny stuff. Well, the guy he won't take he he didn't want to take a stand against Target because he's making a lot of money from Target. So he's okay with the trans for little kids stuff, though he says he's a Christian, you know, but he won't take a stand. Meanwhile, there's a guy on a baseball team who they wanted to have drag queen night. He says, I'm not going with it. I'm a Christian first, and I don't care. I'm not supporting that. Now, there's a difference between two Christians. One guy took a stand and emboldened and empowered a whole bunch of people. Another Christian went scouring in the corner for filthy lucre's sake, looking to make a diamond, protecting their investment, thinking that's God's will somehow. And by the way, while I'm on a terror... It looks like Joe Olstein is he paying himself $54 million a year? And does he have a garage with 20 cars like I read on the news? Uh, I don't know personally, but I, I think I've, I've seen some allusions to that. A lot of uh, folks in the Christian realm have uh, filled themselves with filthy lucre, as you said, uh, because I don't know if they're, what their true motivation is. Now, you know, we do have to get the, the word of God out there, but we do have to fight the good fight. And the Bible says, you know, many times, spare not, cry aloud, show my people their sins. Uh, and, you know, if if we, the people of God, you know, got back, uh, he would heal the land if we uh, stopped the disobedience to his commands and, and prayed to him and uh, draw near to him. I think it's Second uh, Chronicles 7.14 has that that equation where if you do all these things, then I would, uh, you know, hear from heaven and heal the land. Mm -hmm. God is interested in healing. One of his names is God, our healer, but he's not going to heal the land. He's sending all these things as automatic plagues because he said, and he doesn't lie, that if you don't obey me, not only are you going to get terror, but you're going to get 
uh, plagues and diseases and all these bad things, the, the uh, foreigner ruling over you, that sort of thing. It's listed in the Bible. He's given us the ground rules. And when we're not following the ground rules to be decent, honest, loving, caring people, obedient to the one true God, not these demons or the devil himself that people are following, whether they're outright worshiping him or not, if you are not obeying God, you're automatically a child of the devil. You're following the devil's song, his drumbeat, whatever you want to say. Mm -hmm. Jesus even called his own uh, uh, people, the Jews in his day, he said, you are of your father, the devil. He's calling these people who read the Torah and rest on the seventh day Sabbath and uh, are following holy days and not eating pork and shellfish and doing following all the rules ostensibly. Mm -hmm. But they, they just had so much wickedness in them mm -hmm. that he still called them uh, your father, the devil or mm -hmm. children of the devil. So uh, which, which really, anyone who is not following God is a child of the devil. Spiritually well, 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 from their standpoint, it's, it's an insult. They're being insulted. All right. Absolutely. Because again, who wants to be called a child of the devil? Yeah. Okay. All right. So um, uh, a couple of years, when Trump was in office, I had, I had a page on my website called the Trump curse page. And I'm telling Joe what it, what it was. I know, I know I started noticing that anyone who came against Trump, something happened to him. The most vocal people in every case, there was a confrontation Something happened to the people. And so I started recording. I thought, well, this, it was, it's kind of like the indictment thing. You know, somebody's got a big graft out there now. Biden Biden gets caught. Trump gets indicted. Biden gets caught again. Trump gets indicted. Somebody, you know, you can see those. Well, there's the same thing with, with, with people that hate Trump, the hate derangement syndrome. And I, case after case, sports cars, newscast people. I mean, uh, Megyn Kelly made the list, you know, when she went after, you know, went after Trump. And I, I mean, I, I could go on. I need to pull that page up just, just for purposes but if i continued that list it would be pages and pages long so i stopped i stopped doing the list the most recent one i would call it the trump curse is 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 that rapaho uh, or rapaho or whatever that woman with the purple hair the soccer player she Rapinoe. misses she huh rapaho megan rapaho yeah megan rapaho rapaho okay all right so anyway she misses right she's a laughing stock and she got that purple hair going on she hates trump okay she she takes a knee she hates america and all this kind of thing and she misses the goal that could put America there. To me, and, and of course, Trump had to, had the last laugh on that one. But again, it, it, there's a, there's something. I'm not saying, and you and I both agree, he's not all that. But there's something supernatural going on here because leaders are are set up in the country and they're taken down. The Bible is clear on that. So God has His man somewhere, and He usually takes the least among us, like a Paul guy trying to kill Christians, and makes him half the Bible, right? So. You know, so Trump's up there. Everybody said, well, you know, he, he said this about women and, you know, blah, blah, blah. He, he has mean tweets, blah, blah, blah. But there's something, some aura around him. And I think everybody admits that, that when he comes in the room, he's got the room under control. There's that aura thing. But I'm just saying there seems to be a curse when somebody comes after him. And that keeps seeming seem to be why these things that they're attacking him with don't really go anywhere. Well, you know, there, there, are, there are verses in the Bible that have a concept like that. Here's one from Genesis 27, 29. Cursed be everyone that curses you and blessed be uh, the one that blesses you. So uh, if you want to apply that uh, to uh, Trump, that, that might be that template. You know, God follows templates and he might uh, be applying that to Trump so that everyone who, who, who blesses Trump might get a blessing of some kind. But if you curse uh, him, it might uh, involve some sort of punishment. We saw it in the debates when uh, 
you know, there were a lot of Republicans running for the nomination last time, and uh, some of them were big name people, including Jeb Bush, Rand Paul. And anytime somebody personally attacked Trump and went after him, they got farther away from the center of the stage where where the high poll uh, yep. takers were. And and Trump started making fun of that. Oh, you're you're getting farther away, Jeb. You're going to fall off the stage, which he eventually did because. Uh, he dropped out of the race and, and couldn't get any, any any traction. And when Rand Paul went after, uh, and Rand Paul is like a, a superhero in, in the Republican world, but when he personally attacked Trump in, in the debates, Rand Paul's career, as far as a presidential mm-hmm. uh, uh, potential nominee, right. just went uh, off the edge. So uh, yes, yeah, I'm sure your list is much longer than that. But yeah. I mean, we could we were kind of laughing about it uh, when we were watching the debates. Like whoever said something bad against Trump, they were just gonna plunge away off off the next debate stage and we might not even see them there the next time mm-hmm. it was kind of hilarious I, I can i can tell you another one that just came in uh this this orca looking thing called lizzo are you familiar with that name lizzo uh she's a singer entertainer and and she's kind of a heavyweight in her industry <laughs> are you, are you that right? okay man you're 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 on the edge you're cutting loose now with that one i'll appreciate it, too. it it is called the edge broadcast it so. is it is you got it you can this is where you can this is where you can go under the radar and just say some stuff man but yeah i mean i just call her orca but you know she hates trump and she's she was saying in 2020 we got to get rid of this guy and now here it is trump curse you know she, her career is over she just got banned out she's out of the list for the super bowl now because you, I'm sure you're familiar with what's going on with the accusations, right? I I, have, I don't follow Lizzo, so you know uh, I, I really okay. don't. I'm going to break it. I'm going to break it here. I had to break it nicely. I, I, somebody asked me what it was that Lizzo did or was doing. Let's see, his family show. So I had to put it this way: she would have her dancers do something with bananas, female dancers, and have other dancers do something with the bananas that were attached to, I mean, it's, it's depravity to a degree you can't imagine. And there's so many of these uh, dancers that are coming out and her, she had to cancel her tour. But anyway, she, she's been, she's, her career is basically over all these, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's, it's just depravity. You can't even imagine. So anyway, there's another one for you, Lizzo. Don't look it up. I mean, I know we got, um, some people say that, um, 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 Chris Christie is trying out for that spot now, but <laughs> oh hey oh man I'm sorry uh, that was that was uncalled for uh, anyway so yeah uh, what what else is in the news that's just breaking your heart? Well, I mean we did talk about the Hawaii fire, fires and, and China rewriting the Bible, but it's just uh, the stuff that breaks my heart is seeing America's kids being deceived with all this deception and it's. It's on a daily basis, and it's at the grassroots level in local schools across America, and the parents uh, can't even fight against it. When they go to the school boards, they're being classified as domestic terrorists, and it's it's absolute – it's like, what country are we living in? This is not the United States that, that uh, I was born in and have grown to love over the years, but it's like suddenly in the last five years or so, it's like, what happened to this once great nation? So the nation's being torn apart. The deception of children is just rampant. And, you know, these kids are going to grow up thinking all this weirdness is normal because 
oh, when I was in kindergarten and first grade, we had all this stuff, and it was absolutely normal. So, mm -hmm. you know, there is a prophecy in the Bible about Jesus saying about the end times, and he asked about the end times before, unless those days be cut short, no flesh would be saved. So, spiritually speaking, he has to intervene because no people in the flesh can be spiritually saved because they won't know anything about anything. They won't know what's right. They won't know what's wrong. They're going to be taught that uh, changing your sex or identifying as a cat or a dog is perfectly normal. And uh, and nobody could be saved because they won't know the plan of salvation. Mm -hmm. People are, are afraid to speak uh, these days because they're being canceled on the Internet and they're, mm -hmm. they're, they're losing their jobs. So our communication is even being that is fear people are fear, they're, they're self-censoring because of fear jesus said fear not fear has torment perfect love casts out fear perfect love would tell somebody the truth i think people christians need a little bit more of an offensive attitude because god is going to be with them it's the same attitude you could use where the disciples were in the boat and only Peter got out. One person got out and trusted Jesus was going to be there. And the rest of them said, hey, I, I don't want to offend anybody. You know, uh, I don't want to call anybody names. I'll just sit right here in my corner, you know, and the schools will be fine. Uh, the babies will be fine in the womb. Uh, the borders will be fine. I'll just stay right here. That's that's emblematic. That's a description, a type and a shadow of what's going on. One guy got it. We need more people to get out of the boat. And Jesus said that he will be with you even until the end of the world. So, and people think that he may not be with them or they've been coerced. to the snake. Yeah, you he, know, I just got you brought up the Peter walking, uh, stepping out of the boat. What happened with Peter as he stepped out of the boat? He himself was doing the impossible. What we say is impossible, walking on water. So Jesus is not the only one that walked on water. Everybody... Uh, focuses on Jesus walking on water. But Peter, who's a human being, just typical and not divine. He's a divine creation, but mm -hmm. he's just a guy like any other guy is walking on water because he was fearless and knew he had Jesus with him. But the moment he doubted, mm -hmm. uh, suddenly, you know, you saw the waves crashing and all that. And that's all when you see uh, scriptures about the waves crashing against you. And the tormented sea. That's all the problems in life, and all these people barking at you and uh, coming at you, whether it's you know Facebook or Google or whatever. You know, a good. Uh, that, a, when you have the doubt, that's when you start sinking. But we're able to do what is seemingly impossible when we have faith. And you're right, the fear is the killer. You know, one 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 of one of the people, one of the men I really look up to is uh, Mark Robertson. You know who he is? Mark Robertson. Yeah, he's the, the lieutenant governor of uh, North Carolina. He's a, okay. a black black person. Right. He, he was on his show, but he, his claim to fame was a few years ago, he went in front of a school board and he let them have it about guns. He just let them have it. He lit them up, literally, and the, the video went viral, and he basically said, you're taking my gun rights because you can't control the criminals. He was bold. He was ambitious. He was loud. And now he's the, he's the lieutenant governor of North Carolina running for the governor. So to me, I mean, but all he did, he just went, he just went in front of the the the, the, the local board there, who's trying to restrict gun rights, and he just let, he he spoke boldly, you know. And I think God wants us to speak boldly because if we do, then we may not get a governorship, but who knows where we'll be? We'll be leading leading groups of people, so they can rise up. So everybody has gifts, and I think if you know 
And, and I like another thing. It also says at some point it says, uh, think not what you shall say ahead of time for the Holy Spirit will give you what you ought to say. Somebody says, well, I don't know what to say. You know, I think if anybody who loves God and has Jesus in their heart, you begin to speak and let the Spirit flow through you. Just allow it. I believe it will come through what God has for you and what you're supposed to say. Right. You don't have to fear. And he even gives the instruction, as you mentioned, you know, when you're brought before the judges, don't even think about what you're going to say uh, in advance, because I will, the, the Holy Spirit will give you what to say. And you see other examples of that in the Bible where people are uh, uh, prophesying what is going to happen to Jesus, who, uh, like Caiaphas, when Jesus was uh, being uh, put on trial, he said, isn't it better for one man to die than for the whole nation to be destroyed? And uh, the Bible makes a point of saying he didn't say this of his own accord. It was given to him uh, because he was high priest that year to be prophesying about Jesus' life. We even see God taking control of a donkey, an animal, and have a, a donkey speak. Mm -hmm. Famous dumbass of the Bible, as uh, I've mentioned uh, uh, in my books. But yes, when you have an animal that can't even speak, speak with a human's voice as is mentioned in scripture. I mean, God can do anything. There's nothing too hard for God himself to do. So don't be fearful. Don't worry about what you're going to say. You don't have to be prepared. The only way that you should be prepared is uh, reading God's word, believing God's word. Now, I know that is a difficult step uh, for many people. They see the words on the page, and yet they don't believe all of them. Believe some of them, the parts that they agree with that are that are kind of sunshine and happiness but you know when when it says you know about god that he kills and he wounds uh a lot of people don't like to accept that but he says i the lord do all these things i kill and i make alive i wound and i heal mm -hmm. you have to believe all of it so when you absorb god drink him in jesus said you know eat my flesh drink my blood he's talking about you know absorb his well, digest that, and his well and see that that's a that's another tool of the devil that's used against Christians saying, well, God kills people. Man, you're, it says in your own Bible, God kills people. Well, the, the Bible says, it says, should should the pot say to the potter, why hast thou made me so? It's not murder if the creator decides to take his creation and do something else with it. Now, if you take God's creation and kill it, it's murder for you, but not for the person who's created life. He can take life and he can give life. That's not murder. He's the creator and the great design, designer. All right, a couple quick questions before we get to the end of the broadcast here. It says, what about the Ukraine-Russian war? Where are we going with that? Uh, well, there's a lot of questions about that, like why did the war start in the first place? And uh, I think the tide is beginning to turn or maybe has turned already. Every time we poll about this war on WND.com, uh, we ask questions like, should the United States continue sending weapons or funds to Ukraine. And at first, when the war first broke out, it was a big uh, uh, majority in favor of it. But now it is against it. So, uh, you know, I don't know how long this war is going to last. Who would think that little tiny Ukraine could stand up to, you know, big super nuclear power uh, Russia to begin with? But they have and they do have you know support from from the U.S. Well, and, and modern weaponry, thankfully, that is keeping well, let me ask you something. well, Joe, let me ask you something on that. I can't find war news anywhere. Where's the video of the conflict? Every once in a while, you'll see maybe a puff of smoke 10 miles out saying something happened over there. But all these billions of dollars going over there and all this hard military hardware going over there, where is it being used? Where's the brigades of troops engaging? Where's this clash? Because World War II had it. 
Vietnam had it. All the wars we've ever been in had it. Somehow, there's nothing coming out of there. Is it, nobody got a camera over there? Well, you know, when the war first started, we, we saw it nonstop on the, on the national networks. But because there's other things happening, whether it's political here in America or Hawaii wildfires or whatever, uh, this war is going on and on and on where it, the news people in charge deem it uh, not attractive for viewers because if it's the same story every night, you turn on uh, the news, and which you shouldn't do anyway. You should just go to WND.com right, right. to, to get the real news because you're being lied to. Uh, if you're watching CBS, ABC, NBC, CNN, Fox News, they're all liars. They're deceivers. And I mean, just the fact that they kicked off Tucker Carlson uh, recently, who was their number one draw, who had more ratings than anybody else, just long by far. Uh, the fact that they got rid of him shows what deceivers they are, and they're not interested in broadcasting the truth. But uh, when when the war first started, they did show it because it was exciting. Look at these this conflict. Mm -hmm. Tanks are rolling in through Ukraine, and and people are being. Uh, uh, moved, you know, they had to leave their homes and cities and demolished buildings. And it was kind of uh, spectacular. Uh, TV news especially likes to show yeah. spectacular video footage. But if you turn on the news every night and you see that, you're like, ah, there's there's nothing new here. Uh, you're not going to yeah. watch it. So uh, TV news is into hype. It's into, uh, you know, looking for the right, high rates. People watching the show in the live chat, did you see war footage from Ukraine in the early days? All right, this is a question for you. Uh, Joe says, how about, because you mentioned Tucker, how about Tucker Carlson saying he is reading the whole Bible, the most interesting thing he has done, and that America is under unseen forces? Did Tucker say that? Yeah, I just watched this interview. As a matter of fact, yesterday, um, he was uh, doing a, an interview with uh, the Blaze TV, mm -hmm. and uh, he said, you know, he's been a longtime Episcopalian, mm -hmm. Protestant Christian, but he never really read the Bible regularly or maybe even at all. But now he said uh, he's reading the Bible and it's the most fascinating, the most interesting thing he's ever read. He says the drama in it uh, is spectacular and he didn't realize that it was in there. But I think the most significant point that he raised was the fact that we are not being, we're not in control of ourselves. There are higher forces, good and bad, yeah. that are in control of what's going on. And the That's Bible an amazing talks about that all That's the an time. amazing statement. It is because, you know, we're not the masters of our own destiny. There are higher forces. There's God Almighty, uh, God the Father, there's Jesus Christ, and there's the devil and uh, fallen angels, demons that are, are battling as well. And, and the New Testament talks about the principalities and, and powers and dark places that uh, are really in control, that we are not at war with flesh and blood, flesh and blood people. Mm -hmm. When we were in... Uh, engaging in uh, our discussions or wars with them. We are at war with these demonic powers that are influencing people. So you wonder why these people like Vladimir Putin or Adolf Hitler do the things they do, uh, invading countries or uh, slaughtering Jews and Christians during World War II. These people aren't doing it of their own accord. They are influenced and or possessed personally by uh, the dark forces uh, in charge, demons, the devil himself. And again, we see Jesus all throughout the New Testament kicking out these fallen angels from human beings that were possessed. So that's what's going on here. All right. Last question from our moderator. It says, uh, do you have any plans to broadcast on TV in the future? Uh, WND or me? Uh, Both of you. Well, I, you know, we just added a, a 
a TV section to WND, but it's not our own broadcast. We're, we're currently linking to Real America's Voice, and we've added Tucker, and we might add some more people that are broadcasting truth. Um, I don't have a television show uh, personally. Uh, I used to be in TV, as a matter of fact, but I was the behind-the-scenes managing editor for uh, several uh, affiliates in Florida, network affiliates. But I was the guy deciding what news stories we would cover and, and uh, uh, juggling the, the camera crews and, and the reporters through the day. So I was uh, basically, uh, you know, running running what you saw in the evening newscast. Uh, so, so I have done it behind the scenes. Uh, I don't know that I, I'll do it in the future, but if God wants it for me, you know, I'll, I'll take hey, it because, you know, it's a bold move. Again, we're not the masters of our own uh, uh, universe here. God is in charge and, and I'm here to do God's will. So that's why I'm, I'm writing books like Reaching God's Speed. I've also written, you know, a bestseller called Shocked by the Bible. Oh, nice. And you can go to Reaching God's Speed or shockedbythebible.com to find out uh, information about both of those because I'm trying to wake people up to the truth. I'm a much better writer, I think, than I am a broadcaster, but uh, a visual broadcaster anyway. But uh, in the books, and you, there's plenty of information on the website. You don't even have to buy the book if you don't want to. Just just read what's on the website, and you will get up to speed on events in the news and the way God thinks and the way God broadcasts. So when you say rise and shine to somebody, that's the message of the Bible, because we're going to rise from the grave and shine in our Father's kingdom. All right, last question. Do you believe the world leaders are infested with evil spirits? Absolutely. There's no question about that. I mean, that, that's any, anybody could answer that question because they have been, they've drunk the Kool-Aid of the devil. The second that you abandon God and God's instructions is you've left the path to life. And God is life and he is the way to life, uh, as the, the Bible calls him. He's the truth. But these guys in charge are liars. When And the devil is the father or the inventor of lies, the Bible says. He was a murderer from the beginning and the author of lies or the inventor of lies. So all these guys who are in uh, office, because they don't tell the truth, they are infected or infested, as you said, with, with evil and evil spirits. So it's, it's a sad state that we're in. So it's leaving it to us, the ones broadcasting truth at any level. Uh, just speak the truth of God and live the truth of God. Yeah, at at any level. And I, I was that's a good. I'm glad you said that because somebody may say, "Well, I don't have a show and this and that." You have a voice. God gives. Exactly. God's given everybody a voice. God's given everyone a talent. And if you don't know what it is, you simply ask God. You know, to have the Holy Spirit show you. I mean, that's all. All it is. He's not going to say, "No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to tell you what your gift is." God doesn't want to do that. He does want you to have faith in Him. Well, well, Joe Kovacs of, of World Net Daily. I appreciate you so much for coming on. Uh, can we have you back again sometime? Anytime you want. I'm here. I'm, I'm at your beck and call. So just, just ask me and I'll, I'll be here for you. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on the show tonight, Joe. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. There.